3: Welcome back, everybody. It is our 7 o'clock hour, and I would like to make this abundantly clear before we go any further, although it may be uh, a subplot in the next hour of this radio program. Uh, The last thing in the world today is about is me. You understand? I've had enough. Frankly, I've had enough of me for the last couple of months, Joseph. Yeah, Yeah, there's a lot of it. But unfortunately, (laughs) it totally, I was sound asleep. I watched the first three or four minutes yeah, of uh, Barrett late. Brooks. Late. Once Barrett had uh, talked, I went, well, that's probably the most intelligent thing I want to hear today, so I tuned <laughs> it out. I went right to sleep because I was very happy, and it was a nice sleep, but I get up the next day, and I got 800 emails. <laughs> oh, you got called out by the coach. <laughs> so it is, I have to acknowledge it because he's coming up at 730. The story is... Thirty-eight to seven. Yeah. The story is Eagles in the NFC championship game against San Francisco next Sunday afternoon at three. Cannot wait. That is oh that is so we are one win away from the big game. The big yes. but we're going back to the big game if we can beat the Niners. So I'm not the story. But he brought it up. I can't, ign- I can't yeah. ignore it. Well, he wants to mention it. So he's up there, and I'm watching the game, and during the game, here's what I'm noticing, Josie. Correct me, Barrett. Correct me, Rhea. They're playing a more aggressive style of, of defense. 100 Absolutely. My number one complaint, the whole Jonathan Gannon era, and especially the last month, has been how passive they've been how wide open the, the receivers are back, yeah. all the stuff that has driven me crazy. Do you want to know where I got that? Where I got it from watching, number one. Yeah, and listening. Number two, no, not even listening. I get hundreds, hundreds of emails at radioman610 at gmail.com during games, in the moment. I'm telling you, for the last six weeks – the number one topic was Gannon and how frustrated the fans have become with him. So when I'm when I'm asking the coach about Gannon, when I'm offering commentary about Gannon, it is fueled by what these fans are saying. If I ignore the topic, I'm ignoring the fans. The fans ultimately should be dictating what we in the media focus
0: on. They are the ones paying the bills. Yeah. And what happens when fans mention things, they get angry about things, some coaches yeah. make the adjustments that are necessary and get the job done and when they do they absolutely deserve praise.
3: Exactly. So he's up there and he's happy and he's ri- he was so animated after this game. He was going nuts. He was fired up the whole game. He was he was, he was he fired be. up. It's great. Yes, yes. No, but he was belly bumping and ju- yeah. he was doing all kinds. Yeah. he was so he was in playoff mode. He was. And I guess he still had the adrenaline going when he got in there to talk. And then he said, "Well, I got to take somebody out here. Let me go after that jerk."
2: Well, Sometimes I have to, I have to hear like some things about Jonathan Gannon. Like, and it, I don't know if it's you guys. It might be more uh, other people. Um, I, I won't say names. Angela, right? Uh, <laughs> but this guy is an unbelievable coordinator. The the fact that he doesn't get respect from our radio station blows my mind it blows my mind this guy is an incredible coordinator all
3: right and then he went on to say how excited he is for 23 minutes from now
2: i can't wait to talk to Angelo on monday
3: well we will have a conversation that was nice, to mention, again yeah. let me reiterate i am not so stupid that i would get into a shouting match with a 15 and 3 coach about to play the nfc <laughs> right, championship right, right, right. game if he would like an explanation, I'd be happy to give one. You're the voice of the people. I am. I, you know what? You I, read the emails. I'm glad you said it. I didn't. But you're right. I am the voice of the people. You are correct <laughs> on that. So anyway, uh, th- that's where we are with this right now. And all I want, I just want to talk about this game. Jonesy, I'm not even going to bring up that they, on offense, utilize precisely my game plan. Yeah, run Precisely my game yes. plan. I said this. On uh, Friday, Thursday, and Tuesday last week. Here it is. Because now, Al, I will lay out my game plan. The Giants are the worst run defense remaining in the playoffs. They're 27th in the NFL. Run the ball! Run the ball! And when you're not running it...
1: Dallas Goddard.
3: Throw it to (laughs) Dallas Goddard. (laughs) Because Hawkinson ate the Giants' lunch last week. Uh, Barrett, how'd they win the game uh, Saturday night? Uh They ran the ball. 44 times? Yep. how did Goddard got know. it through? is he good? Scored the first touchdown. Did you see that catch one-handed? Yeah. One-handed. Did you, know- did you yeah. see the people he was knocking on their ass? Here, he's throwing, <laughs> uh, what do you call that? Stiff, stiff arm. Stiff arm stiff, he's stiffing that, arm yeah. people. G- it was precisely what I asked did for. Do you know how
0: many people same game right. parlayed that Goddard would get a touchdown in the oh. game?
3: Why didn't I? I was
0: talking about it that, all week. That Scott would get a touchdown uh, well, Scott, in the game. I mean, it was incredible. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine Scott how was, well people in Philadelphia did in betting that Eagles game on the weekend. Scott borrowed right under the so oh, Yeah,
3: it just it's always does against that. the can't Giants. Can't see him. But Jonesy, is somebody who mapped out the perfect game plan, somebody who called for and received a tighter zone coverage on so- Saturday, Yeah. is this the face of a stupid man? It is, but you weren't stupid last week. Thank you just you. look stupid. <laughs> okay. Just want to clear that up. So he's coming on at uh, seven thirty and if all goes wrong, I'm just gonna tell him you're fifteen and three are probably No, going. it's all going right. Yeah. It's all yeah. going Let's right. Let's go to Mark in the Poconos. Hi Mark.
0: Morning Ange.
3: Mark, uh, is there to- any snow up there yet? No, it's been actually a really nice year up here in the Poconos for us.
0: 49 degrees and sunny on Sunday coming up for the football game, too. Wow,
3: that's perfect. That's perfect. All right, Mark, what do you want to talk about here? I I couldn't ask for a better game. I hope they bring it again next
4: week. My only concern is what was going on with A.J. Brown. I I hope it was just, you know – he don't look too happy sitting on the bench. Wide Matt, receivers. That, we need
3: him. Yeah, but he's – I, I got to tell you, that, I think people are getting nervous for nothing. He does that most games. He also is in game mode. I've seen him unhappy. If he didn't catch 15 balls for six touchdowns – He's unhappy. He just wants to do more <laughs> than they'll even allow him. He's great. A.J. I Brown hope. has got no problem. The next game could be the one they call his number 15 times. That's the best I, part I of hope. it. Don't worry I about it, Mark. Do. The good news is there's so many different options that he it's it's not an issue. The the, the one thing I am, he was he looked a little hammy was a little slow getting up a few. I was nervous about that, Mark. I didn't love that it looked like he was dealing with some physical thing. That's much more of a concern to me than anything he was thinking. Definitely. All right, guys. All right, Mark. Let's do it. On the line is Rocco from the dirty thirty. He must be happy. Hi, Rock.
4: Angelo. All right, hey, I Brock, just wanted to say I'm glad the coach didn't want to name anybody.
3: No, that's fine. <laughs> I, you know, Rock, just tell me something. What was the atmosphere like on Saturday night?
4: I was unbelievable. I mean, um, I think we kind of tired out by the third quarter. We were so geeked up and so loud, and the cheers and the and, and just the jubilation. We I, it seemed like the third quarter we came out. The fans were a little lethargic. They were a little, mm. I think they, they peaked a little too early. It was 28
3: but, nothing. It's kind of hard to get juiced at that moment. Do you think that was it, too? I, yeah. I'll
4: give you that. And the fact that so many Giants fans were leaving, there was no one <laughs> to heckle. But the <laughs> fact that, you know, that the Eagles did so well, so early, stuck to the game plan. The game plan, not, not just that you would call for, but that we all had called exactly. for. Exactly.
3: Mm. We you know, love to run. This team is a great run blocking team. That offensive uh, line—that is their best strength. The, the blowing other guys off the ball. Did Dexter Lawrence ever show up? I did not see him.
4: Well, he did get mentioned when he was sitting on the side. He said, "Oh, they're going to run the ball because Dexter Lawrence is." What the heck are you talking about? They've been running the ball the whole game. Yeah. it didn't matter who was who had the rock. Yeah. they were going to run the ball. Two hundred and sixty yards in run and, and and rushing yards. Please, that, that game that uh, was nearly as perfect. You know what I would criticize Gannon on? That the Giants scored seven points. How dare he give up seven <laughs> <I> points?
3: <know. laughs> right, Rock, but I wanna I uh, I don't do this normally. I don't go to the next game, but come on, see Rock, you're there again next uh, Sunday at three o'clock. Like, All right, listen to me, Rock. Mm-hmm. You gotta bring it. That kid is a rookie seventh round pick. He's never seen an environment like he's going to be in Sunday. You got to scare the hell out of Brock Purdy. You got to do it.
4: I'm going to guarantee you the fans will bring it, and the record will be zero and five for starting rookies in championship games.
3: I love it, Rock. Can I have one? E A G L E S Eagles. Eagles! Rocco will be there. Mike's up from Douglasville. Hi, Michael. Angela. I, told you, you, I yep. called you last
5: Thursday, and I told you all I've done this season is roast these coaches, and all they do is win. And I wasn't going to stop.
3: That's right. But, but now, see, it's almost they, – they coach brilliantly on Saturday night. You can't kill them for that. 38-7 is nothing to kill.
2: Exactly. Today's not the day to roast them. So, what I'm going to give you is
5: E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Let's go! They coached exactly how we wanted them to the defense manned up the linebackers attack the offense ran the dang ball that's how you do it we've been saying this crap all season now i don't know if they're just trolling us through this entire regular season and they just saved it for the playoffs but whatever i don't care they did it we won let's keep going now we showed we can do it for one game Let's do it for a second game and a third game, and let's have a parade in Philly. Let's go.
3: I love it. I love it. I love it. Mike, thank you for your call. And I just, uh, look, I will be the first to tell you that when I come up with a game plan, the odds are extremely strong that it's going to be simplistic. <laughs> yes. It will be so obvious. <laughs> yes. Any other idiot could have figured it out. Yes. But if they have one of the worst run defenses mm-hmm. and you have one of the best running games, Barrett. Does it make sense to pound the rock? Well, that's two plus two equals run the rock. All right, right? but here's the problem, all right? I still don't know. I'm going to ask the coach that. 44 runs is a lot, all right? So that was dictated at least partly by the game itself, by being so far ahead, right? right? Eating clock and stuff. But were they still planning on featuring the run prominently the way they did, because it was highly effective. Uh, I mean, that Kenny Gainwell, <laughs> where did that guy – he looked like he was shot out of a
1: cannon. First 100-plus yard game for him.
3: Did you no. see him he running? Was awesome He was amazing. All I kept thinking, though, I had a dark thought, and I was going – Oh, no. Now they don't think they're going to need to re-sign Miles Sanders. No, that's still – that's still – They will get – they'll keep him. He'll be a priority. I need Miles Sanders. I love Miles Sanders. And I love Boston Scott. The running backs. We're three deep, but we love ball. Yep, yep. Ah! 215-592-9494. If somehow after Saturday's game you checked out for a day or two, I'll get you an update on the Cowboys and what happened to them (laughs) before we bring – All right, welcome back. We got about seven minutes. Nick Sirianni, he may even call early, but he's dying to talk to me. He's really dying <laughs> uh, to no. talk to me. Are you ever dying to talk to me? No. Can you recall, it all these years, one time you said, man, I can't wait to get in and talk to him." I can't wait to talk to Angela on with <laughs> no. Not one time. No. Even no. Jonesy
0: is a friend. No. I enjoyed talking to you. You do? A little bit. I don't learn
3: very much, but I
0: enjoy
3: talking to you. Ava Graham, first question of the day. Well, it's
1: brought to you by Armin Chevrolet of Ardmore. Looking to buy or lease a new Silverado? Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find your words at ArminChevy.com. Who deserves the most credit for the Eagles route of the Giants? 35% the offensive line. Knowledgeable fan base. Second. 33%. The coaches, wow, three percent. Jalen hurts nine percent. The defensive line,
3: and you know what? They weren't. They were pretty damn good too. They had five sacks. I say yes, yes, and yes. All, all of them were <laughs> good choices. All right, let me uh, get you updated before the coach comes out of uh, the opponent because it will be the Niners. They uh, took care of Dallas last night. In a scintillating 19-12 victory.
0: Weird game.
3: And in the game, uh, Matt Brooks, if you would do us the honor here, Dak Prescott was not impressive. Trash. He was ass. He was ass. Wow. Put that down. Here is one of the highlights of Dak's evening. Third long. Blitz coming. Prescott fires. Oh, it's
0: intercepted. Far side of the field. Diamond or Lenore read it. Picked it off, and the Niners in business. Ill-advised Barrett Brooks. How, why
3: would he even? I mean, he he saw the route was broken off, and he still threw the ball. I, I didn't understand it. All right, right, let's. Uh, here's another great Dak highlight.
0: Prescott, it. it is picked off by Fred Warner. Warner's got it. Lamb chases him down in a second interception today for the 49ers.
3: All right, and then I would be remiss if I did not play for you the final play. Because the Dallas Cowboys oh, still have God. a very, very uh, outside chance of tying the game if they can score a touchdown, but they are deep in their own territory, and it was time for Mike McCarthy to bring out something new. Uh, I do not know where this uh, the, the, who came it's up with so this. Unreal. Ezekiel Elliott, their running back, was the center, and he was centering the ball to Dak Prescott. And uh, it was a rather ugly finish to the Cowboys He season. got
1: lit up.
3: Yes, he I mean, got they blasted. ran over what was him. That? Here's the call of the play. The Cowboys come out, their last gasp. And are they going to play
5: Ezekiel
0: Elliott at center here? Look at this formation. Yeah, so they have their right guard and tackle out here, their left guard and left tackle out here. It appears that Zeke's going to go to center. This looks like my flag football team. Final play looks like wrong a penalty. Prescott over the middle of the turf Gets
5: smoked
3: right away. And that'll do it. The 49ers back to the championship game. All right. Now, unfortunately, because this is the uh, edict of the NFL, they did not show nearly enough of Mr. Jerry Jones. You agree with that, Rhea? They did Rhea. not. They did not show Jerry when his the team he thought was taking him all the way after three decades fell short. They did not show him. No. But after the game, he was shown. And I'm going to tell you, you almost need the video on this. He's got tears in his eyes. He is next to crying as he proclaims this about his current state.
5: We're sick. We're sick. 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 Uh, uh, don't have um, really anything uh, material or important to listen to to say. I had a, a different uh, ending to this thing. Play. I thought uh, this team uh, uh, with uh, uh, Dak at quarterback. I thought we had a chance to uh, uh, get to and compete at the top level in this uh, in this tournament. I really did. I thought we were good
3: suited to come in here and win this thing. Hmm. Now, I'm having a hard time.
0: <clears throat> so He's crying, Barrett. Can you help him? <laughs> <laughs> you should have saw Drew Pearson.
3: Another he was year, up there with him. The the uh, oh. Cowboys now will not appear in an NFC Championship game for year number 28 <laughs> you, in 16. do you notice
0: what he did there when he was talking? What? He threw it all at the feet of Dak Prescott. Yeah, yep. he did. I no, thought I did. had the quarterback yeah. and Dak Prescott that I was going to get us Yes, I
3: don't. Ha! How much is he paying him a year? Horrible. Exactly. He didn't want to pay him a oh, it, year. so, I know. so sad. And Lamont will call in a few weeks if the Eagles lose. But until then, the cockroaches will remain behind the walls. Yes.
1: She's Let's crying. go
3: to Babe Ruth. Hi, Ruthie. Hey, good morning. How good, good is it. this, Ruth? The, oh, the Eagles God. are there two wins from it all.
1: This is, a, yes, and, and we're doing it. There's no doubt in my mind. Um, Keith, it's pretty easy to figure this one out, I think. All
3: right. Help me out here. What do you feel?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, the Eagles, thank God, I was so happy that they started with the ball, go right down, no question, great plays, touchdown, stop Giants. At that point, I felt like they had it. And then, you know, I mean, you know what happened the rest of the game. It was amazing. And then you watch San Fran at home struggle against a a very bad Dallas team last night. Mm. So, I don't know. They're coming into our house. They're, you know, when you look at the rankings, you know, they're, I mean, they're both, Eagles and San Fran, some places have one or the other on top, offense, defense. You know, I think we've got better weapons because I know McCaffrey's great, but, you know, if you stop him, Debo just, really didn't seem to do much, much last night. I don't know what's going on with him, but it, they, we we just have more options and and you know if they continue to play that nice aggressive defense that they did last night, um the the the, the factor is then you're just comparing quarterbacks. And oh, there's no that hell. we win.
3: Yeah, that's the it's matchup. End. Ruth, you matchup hurts playing like an MVP and Purdy who has never ever face the test like he's about to. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, that's
1: a massive advantage. <laughs> he has faced Brock Purdy, though, before. I know he has, <laughs> and
3: I understand that Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts have faced each other. Yes. However, Hurts won that one, too.
1: 42 to 41. All right, fine. But that does, uh, you
3: know. Ruth, I'm loving our chances here. Are you? Do you think we got a parade coming?
1: I absolutely think we got a parade coming. I'm already trying to stake out where I'm hanging out.
3: That sounds fantastic. Ruth, congratulations on a fine season and the third round of the playoffs are coming up next. We are waiting now for the coach. For a guy who was that eager, he did not call early. (laughs) But I would like to say that uh, it is going to be a pleasure. I guess I don't have anything to read here, Joe. Nothing to read for the coach. Nobody gave anything to read, so I will go back to the phones. I may cut you off the moment that Nick Sirianni checks in. Mike's up from Berwyn. Hi, Mikey. Hey, how you doing today? How are you, Mike? I'm okay. Listen, I you know what? I agreed
4: 100% with you all year. Run the ball, sets up the pass. Yep. You know, and I hear these guys. I called in on Saturday and spoke to the king. Well, uh. Let me tell you something. He's a dope. He is an absolute dope. You know, he's sitting there. I said, I would love to see them run Scott a little bit more. Why? Why? Because he's a giant killer? Well, yes, he kills the Giants. And he showed it again uh, Sunday,
3: it well, Saturday uh, night. When when Howard was talking, could you see a member of the Eagles organization with their hand up his back? yeah, Basically moving yes. his mouth with their hand like a sock puppet.
0: Yep. Pulling exactly. the strings. <laughs> I mean,
3: Mike, I, you know, I did not start this latest feud with Eskin. Yep. But, I mean, Mike. It, what we're saying, what the feared base has been saying in criticism of the team is obvious stuff, and it's stuff that the Eagles did not do on Saturday night. They did everything broke perfectly for them. Mike, I was thrilled they lost the coin flip. Exactly. I wanted so the ball. You were there, yeah. right, Leah? Yes, yeah, thrilled. How about with that crowd all juiced up, you take the ball, of rabbit down your throat. That's what seven I said, nothing. I said,
1: you got to, the crowd is amped. You got to keep them in it.
3: Analytics yeah. does not take into account the emotion of a crowd in a situation like that. I'll go further here. I'll go further. If the Eagles win the toss next Sunday, Differ. Take the ball. <laughs> no, I want the ball. <laughs> no, I no. need they the ball. They won't take the ball. No. All right, but, Mike, how do you, you doing, know, Ang- Yeah. With this defense, we have—we've
4: got some. I think one of the most talented defenses we've had in a long
3: time. I think anybody could coach these guys. All right, Mike. This and let is me bad. tell you, I don't. Are, are you kind of taking a shot here at Gannon? Because this yes, is this is yes. ill-timed, Mike. He's like literally. Nick is right on the phone here now. I hope he's listening. All right.
0: <laughs> do
3: you love Jonathan Gannon? No.
0: <laughs> no, say yes.
3: <laughs> okay, yes. All right, now I right, hold on. This is awkward. On the line with us, ladies and gentlemen, is our leader, the head coach of the Eagles, fifteen and three, going to the NFC Championship game? Nick Sirianni. Nick, congratulations.
2: Hey, thanks, Angela. All
3: right, Nick. Now I, it's, I'm very aware you would like a piece of me here. So uh, <laughs> let me let me just start by saying. How do you think Jonathan Gannon coached on Saturday night?
2: You you set me up for that, huh? You just like, came, you came right in with that as your first question.
3: I kind of lob one up there, Nick, to get this going. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: Hey, I appreciate that. Um, you know, hey, I, I know what I said on. Uh, I know what I said on Saturday, and I, that's in good fun too. Um, I enjoy coming on this show and 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 uh, talking to you guys. Um, but hey, at the end of the day, too, I'm going to stick up. For my brother. Like, I grew up in a tight Italian family. All I know is to, is to stick up for my, my family members. Um, and, and that's what I was doing uh, there. And so I, I actually got some stats here. You ready? Do, can I roll some oh, off?
3: Absolutely.
2: All right. First in sacks. Uh, this is an NFL ranking. Uh, first in pressure rate. First in yards per play. First in pass de- uh, passing defense. First in yards per pass attempt. First in tackles for loss. First in opponent negative plays. Second in total defense. Third in, ga- in games allowing 17 or fewer points. Third in opponent passer rating. Third in quarterback hits. Fourth in takeaways. Fourth in interceptions. Seventh in explosive plays allowed. Seventh in forced fumbles. Eighth in defensive points allowed per game. So that, I just wanted to roll off those 16 st- uh, important stats right there uh, for you on Jonathan Gannon's defense.
3: Well, Nick, uh, it sounds like you're really dying to see him get a head coaching job. <laughs> he, does,
2: he he does deserve it. I, I would say that I don't want him to go, uh, but he he does deserve it. And sometimes too, like I want I want there to be like when you're when you're kind of getting on Gannon about um, you know uh, the completions or something like that. Like my whole thing, and you, and I, I want you to get on me is what I want you to do too, because my whole thing that I preach here. Is about uh, winning the double positive. And what does that mean? That means winning the turnover battle while also winning the um, explosive play battle. And I, those things go hand in hand. I get it. And it's tough. It's not everybody can do it um, in the sense of, Hey, we don't want to get, we want to take the ball away, but we don't want to let the ball over our head. And that's been our our, uh, organizational philosophy for these past few years is winning that. And so Gannon is influenced by me, so I want I want some heat, I want some smoke. All right, when when uh, you guys are getting on Gannon too, because some of that is uh, you know a lot of that is me saying, hey, I don't want to lose the explosive play battle.
3: Well, yes, uh, Nick. Needless to say, after you said the things you said, I got a bunch of emails for people trying to give me ammo. <laughs> and all I want to say, Nick, in this game Saturday night. Uh, the defense was a little more aggressive, right? You played up a little more on the receivers. I know you didn't have to blitz because uh, the four main guys were getting through. But wasn't it a more aggressive approach than it had been in previous games?
2: You know, we were playing similar coverages uh, that we that we've been. I think that what you saw is just some of the the short passing game that the that the Giants were doing uh, allowed us to be right up on them. Um, and some of those things, you know, you saw that in Brad in uh, James Bradbury's pick. Uh, that little, the you know, the little spot route that they ran right there. So it was a little bit of you know, um, of what they were running on offense, allowed us to to make it appear that way. Um, and then also, you know, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, uh, because we knew we had such the edge um, on the um, on the perimeter there with with Slay and, and Chauncey and James uh, really leading the way on that. All
3: right, all right, on the other side of the ball. Uh your other head coaching candidate Shane Steichen, had a terrific game as well. Um that first series. This is the second time it happened. It happened at the Meadowlands uh week 14. First series scripted plays magic right down the field. Um what's the secret here? He really seems to know how to dial it up against the Giants first series.
2: Excuse me. Um well, you know the secret is have good players. <laughs> that's uh, that's, uh I, I know that was taught to me right from the beginning you want to get you want to ha- you want to be a good coach get good players and and teach them how to do the things uh d- you know develop them develop get good players and develop them that's the secret to to good coaching so you know shane did a great job of uh you know calling it all the way down the field on the on the first, you know really for the whole game but especially on that first on that first series and then uh you know our guys just went out and executed and had and you know had the fire had the eye of the tiger and they they went out and they executed
3: nick if seeing what happened and how it energized the crowd and it got the ball rolling if you win the tour sunday would you at least consider taking the ball first
2: yeah of course that we always we always think through all those things um and 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 each game's treated a little bit differently you know some it, you know, I know um, it's perceived that that's all we do is, is defer, but there's times we win the toss or we lose the toss, and we don't have a have a choice at the at the matter. And uh, you know, so those are those are games too that nobody really knows what we're doing. So that it's not a hey, it's not a hey, we're definitely deferring every single time. Every every decision's thought through, um, just like every decision in the game plans thought through and every you know scenario in the game his thought through it with uh, with great intent and it's the same thing there
3: tell us about jalen hurts nick we were all very concerned about his condition but he looked exactly like jalen hurts did at you know winning
2: 14
3: out of 15 uh was there any worries before the game that he would be hindered in any way
2: you know he said he said to us uh you know early in the week just let's go do what we got to do to win the game and that's that's who jalen is he he wants to you know uh, do everything he can do to help his team win the game. Uh, he knows how important he is uh to us winning the football game and so you know we felt confident in the things that we were asking him to do I know he felt confident in it. you know we obviously practiced it all week and uh, he went out and he was in complete control of the game um played a great game um and you know with a lot of in a lot of different ways that might be overlooked at times you know, with getting us in and out of good plays at the line of scrimmage, you know, with checks. Just he played a good point guard game. Um, he really did. And, um, you know, I, there, there, was a lot, there was a lot of things to like that we saw, you know, with the touchdown passes and, the, and some of the runs. But he, he played a great floor game um, and really, and really uh, managed the game well for us while also making big-time plays.
3: Hey, Nick, um, obviously a very run-heavy offense, as it turned out. Was that the original plan, or did that evolve because of the score?
2: A little bit of both, right? Yeah. You go in, you're thinking you're gonna you're going to uh, do something, uh, you know, to the game plan based off of what you what you saw on tape. We knew th- that we wanted to be able to establish the run. Now, some of that you get up or you get up big, and then that number gets inflated um, as far as you know your run pass ratio. Um, because you know we watch the games, we 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 put ourselves in every scenario. We don't want to do we don't. We've seen some big leads blown this year by some teams, and you know we we obviously talk through all those things. When do you take the air out? When do you start to run more? When do you when do you take the when do, you know? It, there's a lot of things to discuss, and um and so you know a little bit of evolved to that way because of the way the game was going. Um, but of course, it's the the intent early on was you know to get, to establish it and get it going because you know we knew we knew that our offensive line uh, could dominate could dominate that game because of who they are as players.
3: That is that was I thought a huge factor. Do You know, uh, Kelsey and Johnson both Johnson dealing with an injury, pitch shutouts, no hurries, no sacks, no nothing. Um, how big is that? Nick, isn't that the basis, isn't that the foundation of a winning team?
2: Oh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter uh, what level you play. Um, it doesn't matter if it's my son's peewee team. It doesn't matter high school, college, uh, junior high, professional football. You win games in the trenches. You win games with your offense and defensive line, um, and, it's, and, and period. I mean, it's, you could have the best skill guys in the world, but you know if they you know you could have the best running backs in the world you could have the best skill guys in the world which we you know we got really good guys there too but if the offensive line's not protecting or the offensive line's not uh, paving the way for um you know the backs and the quarterback then how do you get the play started and so it's always about that good yeah good question Angela. it's always about the offense and defense line it does, and it does not matter you know NFL Europe I don't even think that league exists in the US USFL, it doesn't matter. It's always about the O-line, D-line.
3: Nick, last thing. I just, It was fascinating to watch you on the sideline. You got a lot of camera time during the game because it was one-sided. You were very animated. And I'm just wondering, is that your playoff level? Were you feeling it more? Were you more excited than you are in a regular season game? What were you experiencing?
2: You know, I, I like to think that I'm kind of like that all the time.
3: <laughs> no, it and, just seemed uh, higher even. Was a
2: little higher. Um, obviously, you know, we feed off each other. You know, I, I feed off the players' energy; they feed off my energy. And um, you know, it's just when you're when you're when you're high fiving on the sideline after you're making plays, when you're doing stuff like that, like there is nothing better. There is nothing better than celebrating with guys that you're connected to, right? If we were just a if we were just a group of uh, what, we, what were we called early on? We, like we were getting compared to that uh, dream team or what? What was it early on? Twenty uh, seventeen. Uh, yeah. Whatever. No. The what did they say, Bob? They were, they were talking to us about being the 2011. Oh, team. that was not that yeah. great a team. Nick. <laughs> yeah, but you, you know, when if we were just guys huh. that uh, just came together and didn't kind of connect. Then maybe it wouldn't be as as fun. I, but, you know, we've grown together throughout the year. We've 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 kinda you know, we we've established these relationships and that means a lot, um, you know, when you're celebrating on the sideline with that. Nick,
3: it's a ton of fun. Niners next. Uh you probably checked them out last night, right?
2: Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, we watched it. Oh, yep.
3: your tone there. Big challenge, no?
2: Big big challenge. Always gonna be at this stage of the game, right?
3: Well, Nick, good luck. Uh, yeah. and nothing but success. We're having a hell of a run here. Thanks. Thanks, Angela. Nick Have Sirianni, ladies and gentlemen, with some interesting insights into what was going on. He seemed calmer today. 215 592 9494. Your calls will we returned. WIP. All right, we're back at 7.50, top of the hour. The legend, Ray Dittinger, breaks this down. It was fun seeing him back at the table. Now, he was replacing Jaws, who had a commitment. I can't imagine what commitment you have that's bigger than the Eagles game, but whatever. And Ray is back a part of the post-game show. Something threw me off, though. What was it? Because he did not appear to be brandishing the yellow pad. Oh, good. He was looking something up in a book. Did you <laughs> notice that? At no point was he paying attention to Brooke's opening remarks. <laughs> but I'd like to focus on what else is going oh, on the on book? the screen.
0: Eagles Encyclopedia. It did
3: not. S- no, he wrote that book. He would book. know it's in that you book. You don't never read it. What are you talking about? If Ladies, I was going to read, I would. <laughs> Andy, the troll is here. Hi, Andy. Yo, what up, Andy? What up? We got a big one in six days, Andy, for a chance to go to the Super Bowl.
5: Yo, the stadium was on fire. I don't think anybody sat down that whole first quarter. Energy was crazy. Yeah. So my flight to Arizona is booked. So anybody wanting to book, book it out of Newark, New Jersey. It's wait. about half the price. No, wait a minute. Twelve hundred in
3: Philly, five hundred in Newark. You did already book a trip to Arizona. Wow. Oh, without a doubt. Come on, you gotta get ahead of this thing.
5: I had to also.
3: You did too? Yes. All right, but wait a minute. You do you have tickets to the Super Bowl? Well, I'm a season ticket member, so hopefully I get the oh. lottery. Okay, you're going to have to win a lottery. Otherwise, you go there anyway, Andy, and hope oh, to get tickets somewhere? Without a doubt, big dog. Oh, but i got to ask
5: you a question. Yes, sir. Are you sir. ready to apologize for all these asinine comments you've been making for weeks about two of the best coordinators in the NFL? you got a defense with uh, Jonathan Gannon. You've been ripping him nonstop. You give up seven points in the biggest game of the year. you got an offense led by our offensive coordinator and Stiken putting up 38 points. Like, come on, man! You I, gotta admit you were wrong.
3: I I will not be apologizing because I represent the viewpoint of a large number of fans who are also frustrated, particularly by Gannon. I never apologize on behalf of the people I represent. You just happen not to be one of them. Stupid. Those people are stupid. That feel that no, way. No, can- they email. They can spell. <laughs>
5: Ange, Ange. You see how many sacks we have this year? Yep. Seven points we're putting up. You see how many rushing touchdowns we have? Right. Come on, man. You're wrong. These guys are great. The team's destined all the way, baby. All, all right. The so way. you
3: are predicting right now that you'll be celebrating in uh what's the main thing? Uh, Scottsdale Arizona. which what uh yeah, Tempe uh uh what's the other one? Uh there's all those guys. You're going to be Have you ever gone to Arizona, Andy? Nah,
5: but I'm trying to meet Jonathan Gannon out there, so I can send a picture of him with me and you. Oh boy, with
3: an
0: In-N-Out burger.
3: There is an In-N-Out yes, burger there. there All yeah. right, and Andy, Many. I love it. Thank you. Good luck to you. He already bought tickets, 500 from Newark. Yeah, that's a
0: long ride was it to Glendale. Newark. Was Glendale what you were thinking? Glendale. of? Glendale. Yeah, Scottsdale, Glendale, Phoenix.
3: I've been there. Yeah, in the winter. Awesome,
0: it's great place to
3: be in, in the, winter, the you're summer. Right.
1: <laughs> not so leave. good. Leave. I Super Bowl believe. be a blast.
3: I was talking to a former Arizona resident. There's a couple. One is taking your calls, Joe Ector. He went to Arizona State, and our boss, Rod Lakin, and he said, "The summer, you simply can't go out. It's uh, too hot, Barrett, You can't hot. go. You understand? You cannot leave air conditioning in the summer." I, I played there a couple of times. They used to you be in the East. Yeah, no, nah. so we used to take, uh, we used to take, um, you know, IVs on the trip there. Yeah. Understanding that that next day was going to be too you hard. were You were loading fluids prior to the game. Absolutely. That's absolutely. insane. John's out of light, He feels terrible about Dallas. Hi, John. Hey, Ange. How you doing? Oh, I'm upset, of course. The Dallas Cowboys got their ass kicked. I can't believe it. <laughs> well, speaking about the Cowboys, I'm wondering, and I was wondering
4: why I, why I haven't heard it, but what do you think the Cowboys would have done had they scored a uh, the touchdown in that last drive? Do you think they would have used
3: Meyer? For the extra point, or gone for two. That is a great – because Mara's is so bad. He got another one blocked last and night. That, you know,
1: that got Tony Pollard wow. injured because if yeah. they had at one point decided to kick the field goal, which should yep. have been in his range, yep. Pollard doesn't get injured like on the next play or the, the play after that. Why didn't they replace him? It was amazing. They
3: had other guys. They brought the truck in with all the other mm-hmm. kickers, but they stay with that guy. John, I'm almost ready to tell you you go for two and try to win right there. All or nothing, too, one about. play. How amazing would that be if a football playoff game came down to a guy going for two? That would be amazing. It actually kind of happened the previous week with Doug Peterson, but he still had yeah, time. They could no, have, you're played, right. but he true. did. He did do that. Uh, somebody, you know, I, I'm not here to rip Doug. Doug had a great year. Doug, uh, at some point, somebody had to cover Travis Kelce. uh, he's hard to cover 14 catches i would think at some point we're going to double up on him the over
0: under was like six for him it was for receptions isn't that amazing come on most were done in the first like 10 minutes of the game or even less later in
3: the the show keith jones will break down what's going on with the odds on the eagles and the niners because the number is in Flux.
0: And jumping around it's a lot. jumping really all has. over the
3: place right now, and he'll, he'll tell us what to do in a little while. But I'm going to warn you now, he is not sure about this game next Sunday. He's not. He's not kidding. He understands the responsibility he has now as a Philadelphia sage, and he's concerned. 215-592-9494. Ray Dittiger's next. WIP Sports Time 756. Oh, uh, let me tell you about my buddy, Sam Pod. He's happy today. an official... Uh, Sponsor of the Philadelphia Eagles. It's Pondley Hockey Giordano. And what makes these guys winners, much like the team itself, is because